0: Oh God, Kap Namo Ajan Vandami from India Ajan. I have a lot of fear of the future maybe overthinking I can say or thinking of negative outcomes I am a medical doctor, a baby specialist I observe nowadays that I have a lot of fear that when a pregnant mother gets admitted even before the baby is born I am worried how the baby will be or if any baby might become sick my thoughts keep proliferating more and more. I observe that I don't want others to blame me for my work. How to overcome this, Ajahn? Please help. Thank you so much, Ajahn. Question from Kalaya rasi Krishnan, India.
1: Cool, okay, okay. so being a uh, doctor who helps uh, or who looks after children, babies, this is something that's understandable to have worries like this. The Buddha had us establish ourselves so that we don't think about things that have passed already with grief and we don't speculate about that which is yet to come as well. So there's this desire for all are beings who are born to be safe. And when women become pregnant, uh, then they put their kind of hopes in your hands. So you have this kindness and compassion, wishing for them to be safe, both the mother and the child. But here you need to understand that you try to do your best and when you've done your best already, then you need to accept whatever happens. So you do to the fullest of your efforts and your abilities. Uh, but still, if something happens after that, then that's a matter of kamma. If there's not anything you can do about it, then that is kamma there. There's this pressure as well that you're experiencing. But really, thinking in kind of uh, a negative way is good as well because you can think about what possible dangers may arise and then work to prevent those or ask what will you do in those scenarios. But if the fear is a lot, you know, then uh, that isn't so useful. It may be like a soldier um, through, uh, uh, is parachuting, training to parachute. And of they're afraid of it, and the more they do of it, the, perhaps the more they become afraid. So there can be fear of these mistakes, fear of problems that may arise. So in that case, uh, you should chant. And you can do this before you operate or before you uh, go to work. So chant uh, these verses, asking for the parami of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, uh, that may this child be safe. So you can chant the uh, Karaniyameta Sutta, or the Angulimala uh, Purita, uh, wishing for the child to be safe. Um, so, yatohang bhagini ariyaya jatiya jato Nabi janami sanchicha panang jiwita Woro peta tena satchena sotite hotu or In English, uh, sister, since being born in the noble birth, I am not aware that I have intentionally deprived a being of life. By this truth may you be well and so may the child in your womb. So you can chant that, um, give rise to a feeling of confidence in your heart, asking for the Bharami of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha of Venerable Anguli Mala, for this child to be safe and for any child that is unwell to be better. You can really set your heart on that chant. And if you have any kind of holy water, you can try drinking some of that as well really uh, relying upon the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. But if after all of this, something still happens, then that's above, beyond your ability to solve. So set your heart on this chanting and try to repeat
0: these chants over internally in your heart. Dear Ajahn Anand, thank you for your teachings. My question is, how do I let go of my anger towards those who have harmed me? Thank you. Question from Anonymous.
1: So trained to cultivate metta loving kindness. Trained in meditation. And if you get angry frequently or think about people who have harmed you, it's natural that this will cause anger. So it's normal for people to be this way, to not like those who have harmed us. And that's how it is for everyone. This anger gets buried deeply within our hearts. And then whenever we think about those instances, then this anger appears appears again. So therefore we need to develop this loving kindness so that we can forgive, seeing how they Desire happiness just like us. They don't want to suffer just like us. And that they harmed us. What was actually happening was ignorance. was in their heart controlling them. Giving rise to these words or these deeds. These thoughts that caused harm. So we need to establish ourselves. That, alright, now I'm going to practice following the Buddha, and so I need to be able to forgive, I need to give up this ill will. Because if we get angry and have this ill will, what's happening is we're just harming, destroying ourselves. Our bodies are in a terrible state, our minds are in a terrible state, the brain gets tired, because. If we're in a state of anger, then there are these chemicals that arise within the brain that tell us to fight. And that uh, brings about a bad state in the body. So what we can try doing is breathing in deeply three times. And this can help to adjust the state of the body so it's brought back into balance. So we establish ourselves in virtue and when we're out of this condition or the situation where people are harming us, then we train in meditation and developing metta and this improves bit by bit. When we don't see their face, then we can forgive them, but when we do see them, then this old emotion, mood comes up all over again. And that's just normal. So it takes time. So just keep going without stopping. Really set your heart on developing this metta. And then the anger will reduce. Your forgiveness will increase. Until eventually you're able to see the dhamma, the truth of not-self. That this anger, it's not me. It's just a dhamma, a quality that... Arises within the heart due to craving and clinging. And the one who did this harming, it's also not self. It was just this ignorance and these defilements there which produced this uh, proliferation, which conditioned the mind to be like this. So when you see the Dhamma, we see that there's no me, there's no them. And then things become a lot lighter.
0: Kap. Dear Luangpo, may I please seek Luangpo's guidance on my practice? I have been practicing breath meditation. In sitting meditation, when awareness is clear, visions like certain parts of the body, bones, muscles, blood, organs, etc will appear. A teacher advised to contemplate the elements until one is able to see suffering, impermanence, and not-self. Another teacher advised to contemplate the feelings and whether one has thoughts when experiencing the vision. In the recent week, a vision of a forearm, be- forearm bone appeared, and while being aware of that vision, a small tree branch appeared and replaced the bone. I am aware that it is an earth element in the sitting itself. Can Po please advise what needs to be done to progress further in the practice? Thank you. Question from Anonymous.
1: So, the seeing of the body as being just bones, different parts of it, the blood, the different organs, seeing it as being elements or a suba, unattractive, or the earth element. So, as you so you're, you're taking up this object of the bones now specifically, this is what has come up as your meditation object, and that's changing so the bone then changes into a tree branch and into the earth element you can see it break and see how these elements are not self they're not me. so both of these Ways or methods that uh, you have been given are possible. So, the first, seeing the body as being anicca, dukkha, anatta, as uh, changing and stressful and not self. That's correct as well. And the second, contemplating the feelings or any proliferation thoughts, ankaras that come up, and seeing those as being not self, and contemplating any objects that come up within the mind. So don't doubt about this. If there are any moods or objects that arise within the mind uh, clearly, then you can contemplate those. If there's any proliferation that happens, you can see that as being something that's not sure, that's inconstant. Or you can focus on these bones, see them change into the earth element and then contemplate that as being not-self and so both of these ways are correct
0: I rejoice with everybody involved in this retreat giving us the opportunity to practice Dhamma we hear a lot about sitting and walking meditation but not so much about standing and lying down when are these suitable and are there any particular instructions on how to use them Question from Robert in Australia.
1: So, the standing posture, if you feel like that's something that's uh, familiar, or comfortable, or you're skilled at, then you can do that. But for the most part, we use the sitting posture and the walking posture. But if you've done both of those already and you're feeling achy, then you can use. Uh, the standing posture, and stand still um, and upright. You close the eyes in a way that's just right, not too tight. Just like, um, or you can gaze ahead just like you do uh, walking meditation. So you stand there still and can bring the awareness to the breath. Stand in a way that is stable and strong. So feet not too far apart from each other, nor too near. And stand in a way that is composed. And then bring the awareness to the top of the head, and then down through the body, to the feet, and back up to the top of the head again. You can do this three times. And then develop a heart of loving-kindness wishing, may I be well and happy, may all beings be well and happy. And you can bring awareness then to the breath. On the in-breath recite buddh, on the out-breath Do. Or just while you're standing there, you can just recite buddho, Buddha, Buddha over in your heart. If there's a lot of thoughts going on, then increase the frequency of that Buddha. Uh, recitation, so putto, 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 like this. And if the thoughts are still a lot, then you can breathe in very deeply, filling up the lungs and then breathe all of the air out and do this three times. So this can help to um, adjust things so they're brought back into a state of balance. With regards to the lying down, that if you've already put your effort into meditating in the standing and walking and sitting postures and you still feel tired after that and you're not able to overcome that sleepiness then you can lie down with mindfulness lie down on the right side uh, with the feet on top of each other and once more, establish the awareness in the body from the head down to the feet, and then back up again, and then develop a heart of loving kindness, and afterwards bring the awareness to know the breath. And if then you fall asleep, then that is okay.